Hello. Welcome. I have it recording. I have it. Okay, I'm all set. I feel like Madeline RG. And the lengths I had to go through to get this set up in the car is nuts. I'm making no excuses for myself this year. This year. <laughs> There's like two months left of the year. I'm making no excuses for myself for the rest of the year and for the next year. And normally when like I I give up so easily like when it comes to inconveniences. If I had something planned and I'm inconvenienced in the slightest like whole plan like cancel cut the cameras, everything is shut off. And so today I had planned to record, you know, my podcast and I had the plan to like be in my room and like, you know, do all the thing like I did in the other video. And I dedicated Thursdays as my you know, podcast days for to record, not to upload. And yesterday, my mom was like, could you please take your sister to her hair appointment tomorrow after school? And I was like, okay, I'll try and get the podcast done before. I didn't. And I was going to leave the house and be like, well, I got to take my sister to school, so I guess I can't record the podcast. And then I was like, no. No excuses for myself this the for the last month or two months of the month I'm really I'm like in a vibe I'm like no excuses I brought my makeup with me I brought my camera my laptop like I literally just did my makeup 30 minutes in the car and then I'm hitting record I'm like this podcast is getting done no matter what praise Jesus no more excuses I'm so happy and I I guess I can tell you what I'm welcoming oh also hi welcome I just started rambling I'm sorry let me tell you what I'm welcoming, and I'm probably going to start sweating because it's so hot, but I need the windows up because I'm in a random parking lot. My sister is getting her hair done, and I'm just in a random parking lot. Like, actually, I'm not in a random parking lot. This parking lot, it is random, but I used to go to church here like five years ago, <laughs> the building behind me, and I'm here, and there's cars, so I'm like, I need the windows up, but I'm also sweating. I I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Should I turn the car on for ac i might if it gets too hot it already starting to feel like it's getting too hot but if it gets too hot i'll turn the car on for ac and hopefully you can't hear with the mic um but hi welcome to the kingdom i'm not on coffee or anything i i'm just i'm just buzzing because like i just feel like i just did something good you know what i mean i didn't give up and i just like i was like I'm just happy that I, I'm getting this podcast done because I, I did used to give up a lot, like, last week. <laughs> like, I was a quitter. I was a quitter. And that's kind of what this podcast episode is about, too. So, hear me out. Let me do a formal introduction. Welcome to the kingdom. Hi, it's so lovely to see you. Welcome or welcome back. If you are new here, hi, my name is Karen. Used to go by King Cora. I kind of still do. Honestly, I love it. Keep calling me that. Um, <laughs> and welcome to the kingdom. I am happy you're here. In the beginning of every episode, I talk about what I'm welcoming and what I'm exiling. So today, what I'm welcoming, it's kind of deep, but I'm welcoming trust with myself. I feel like I lost trust in myself. I, I was not a woman of my word for the last year year and a half and so once you keep like failing yourself like over and over again 
you start to just not trust anything you do or say. And so I lost trust in myself and I'm rebuilding it again, which is why I'm so giddy about, you know, doing the podcast in the car because I would have just been like, well, I had planned to do it in my room and now I have to run this errand and I have to wait for my sister while she does her hair. And so I can't record and I'll do it tomorrow. And, you know, there's something very like deceivingly harmful about or deceivingly harmless. I don't know which one it is, but it looks like it's harmless, but it's not. That's what I mean. There's something very deceivingly harmless about pushing things up to the next day. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Because then you keep failing yourself. And yeah, sure, you'll do it tomorrow. But there's just like that slight like pang like you didn't do it when you wanted to. And, you know, things come up and stuff like that. But I'm really trying to build trust with myself again and like learn to trust myself and keep my word and then build trust with you guys. Because, yeah, if I don't even trust myself, how can you trust me? You know, so... Yeah, I'm building trust with myself. That's what I'm welcoming. Trust with myself. And I I see it. Um, I am also welcoming... Oh, no, I'm going to do one thing. I'm exiling duck eggs. I know that's so random. I bought a carton of duck eggs last week. I ate them all. They were very delicious. But it just wasn't given what I thought it was going to give. I thought it would be like chicken eggs. But like, you know, <gasps> I never boiled them. Oh, now I have to get another carton. Now I have to get another carton to see how it is boiled. Because I never boiled them. And how can you really test an egg unless it's boiled? That's my problem. I mean, no, that's my question. It's not a problem. How can you test an egg if it's boiled? It, oh, I'm sweating. I'm going to turn the car on because you cannot even see me like this. Like, I'm just not going to let you guys see me in this light. So yeah, how can you test an egg unless it's bo- un- unless it's boiled? You don't know. But I was going to exile them, but now I'm like rethinking my decision because I bought them and like I've heard a lot about them when I went upstate New York every um our host was like duck eggs are really good and yummy and fresh and nice. And so I bought some the other day and they were not like I just uh I didn't really like them, but I'll try I might try one more carton just to see how it is boiled because I never boiled them and like I kind of want to know now you know but it was an interesting choice I also feel bad eating them for some reason I feel bad eating duck eggs than like normal chicken eggs I don't know it just feels like just feels wrong you know I don't know it feels wrong like a little duck like that's like a little duck no it's fine today's podcast episode is kind of something that dawned on me recently and I I just was like why did I never peep this you know why didn't I never clock this this could have you know if I had this mentality throughout the past year then some things wouldn't have gotten to me the way that they did and maybe hindsight is 2020 like who knows but I was talking to a friend on the phone And I was talking about how I, like, I'm just doubting, you know, I'm doubting things. And I'm, should we get honest? Let's get honest. Ah, I'm scared. Ah, I'm going to scare. Okay. Should we get honest? I don't know. (laughs) I'm going to get honest. 
I have been really like scared. Obviously, this is not even like this is not even a secret. I'm terrified of marriage. Like I don't know if you couldn't tell by now, but I am. I am scared for my life. <laughs> and like I just like that is the scariest thing to me, you guys. You don't it's like it goes deeper than just like commitment it goes deeper than being afraid of commitment because I'm not afraid of commitment like I'm not afraid to be with Lucas for the rest of my life I want to be with him for the rest of my life I want to hang out with him every single day like I just you know I I just want to be around him all the time I want to be you know I just like I love him right but there's something about just like getting married okay I don't know sorry there's like chorus nearby and I'm scared okay there's just something about getting married and like the word itself the whole wedding that like everything everything about it terrifies me I feel so unqualified I feel like an imposter I feel like I feel like what am I doing I feel like no one is saying that like everyone that knows us they just they just love it they're happy for it they're like green light green light I'm not seeing like anything that's stopping me like other than my own fear and I'm not like like yeah no one is saying like don't get married right now no one is saying none of no one around me is just saying like don't do it blah, blah blah like because everybody knows and sees how we are how he is how I am like just like the relationship is so special and holy (laughs) and just divine right and I know this because of how I feel in it but I also know this because of all the times I prayed and asked God for confirmation and was so confident like I was so confident until I got engaged and then I just I'm trying to run (laughs) at every chance that I get. I'm like, you know, so I called my friend and I was like, I don't know why I am terrified every time I think about it. I just like, I am so scared and it's not him. It's not, it was mostly the wedding itself, honestly. And I think now that I think about it, it's the wedding also, but I just was expressing a lot of doubt in like, yeah just doubt and he looked at me and he was like that is the oldest trick in the book and I was like what do you mean what do you mean what do you mean he's like Karen that is the oldest trick in the book that is the oldest trick in the book I'm like what are you talking about and he's like, literally, let's go to Genesis. Let's go to Genesis. The oldest trick in the book from the serpents. This is the first. This is the, it is actually, you know when people say that's the oldest trick in the book? It is actually the oldest trick in the book because it literally is the first ever trick the devil played on us as humans, you know? And it is the question did God really say that? Did God really say that? Because, you know, Eve was just, 
And then she's like, oh, we can't eat this apple because God said if you eat it, you know, God said we shouldn't eat it. And then the serpent goes, hmm, did God really say that? (laughs) Did he actually say that? And then she starts to think, huh, did God say that? Or am I tripping? That's just what he does best. I'm just going to put, that is what he does best. Like, making you doubt what God has said. Making you doubt what God has said. There's a lot of, like, times where I'm just doubtful about myself, about my future, about where I'm going in life. Just, like, everything. I'm just doubting, 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 doubting. And I'm questioning, 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 questioning. And there's so many times where God has clearly told me something. Either through someone or through myself, through a vision, through a dream, through the Bible. Or through generally just like a thought in my head. Like God has told me so many things. So many things. I have like in my notes app just prophecy. Right? And I write them down. I write them down. I write them down. And when you catch yourself like somewhere that God has brought you and you are questioning why you're here, why you're there, like all these things, like you're just like, you don't really know what's going on. You start to question your self-worth, if you're qualified, if you can do it, if you're capable, if you are strong enough, if you are wise enough smart enough like every time that I question myself or I question the plans or what God has said about me I am literally listening to the devil say did God really say that did God really say that and I don't know why like looking back on it I'm just laughing like I'm just laughing because That is literally (laughs) what caused man to sin. Is he, the the devil wants you to question what God has said. That is like, if he can get you to question what God has said, then he he can get you to disobey or to turn away or to think of your own your own wisdom, your own vision, your own ideas. He can he makes you think that those are better. If he if he can get you to question what God has said, then he gets you to question who God is. He gets you to question God's ability, God's strength, God's power, God's omnipotency and omnisciency. He gets you to question everything. And it's the same way with, like, any other temptation. Like, you know, if God says not to do something in the Bible, like, but God, but did God really say that, though? Like, you know, did God really say that? Show me where he said that. And it's just a pattern that I found myself, like, falling into where I have clearly seen and heard and understood who God is, who I am, who he's made me to be. And then I lie in bed and I say the worst things to myself. Like, 
I say the worst things to myself. And it's literally because I am questioning if God actually said those things about me. There's this prophecy that was said to me that I just hold so strong because it just, it was such a supernatural moment. It was such a supernatural moment. And like everyone in the room was just so shook. (laughs) Like it was insane. That was the first time where I actually got a prophecy that I was like, wow, like that was God speaking. I knew clear and square. And then I go back home and then a week later, I forget at the prophecy. I just start to question everything. I start to question if I can do it, if I'm enough, if I'm capable, how is it going to work? Where is it going to come from? What's it going to look like? What's the plan? But really the main question, I'm the main question and what I'm, what I'm really struggling with is believing that God actually said that. If someone prophesied to you and said, you will, I don't know, what's a prophecy that I can say? (laughs) God says you will be healed. You will be healed from something. And day in and day out, day in and day out, you're not seeing any changes, you're not seeing anything, but you know God said you'd be healed though. But you're not seeing it. It's not happening in your peripheral. It's not. It doesn't look like it'll happen for you in, in the timeline that you're looking at. The doctors are saying, you know, X, Y, Z, like everything around you is making you think that you won't get healed. Then you start to question, did God actually say that? Did God actually say that? And once you start doubting God's voice, like that's the scariest thing we can do. I'm realizing as a person, like the dangerous, the most dangerous thing I can do is question if god actually said something when i know that he has because once i question it i let fear creep in i let doubt creep in i let like negativity creep in i let the devil win i let him win i let him win at his biggest 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 game he's a champion at this i let him win at his game of making you question if god if god said something (laughs) it kind of like shook me when I when I thought about this, I thought about me in bed thinking the worst of myself, forsaking everything that I feel like God has said about me and completely doubting everything. If I don't believe what God has said, then who can I believe? Because if I can't believe what God has said and I cannot take his word for it, then whose word can I take? You know what I mean? Like, that's God. <laughs> that's God we're talking about. And if I if I can let the devil make me not trust his word, make me not take his word as final and as concrete, then everything, everything is shaky. Like, everything is shaky because if I can't trust God's word, who can I trust? Certainly not the devil, but he's making me not trust God's word. So then what? I don't trust anything and i don't have faith in anything and the only way to please god is faith oh my gosh wait i'm actually i'm actually it's actually hitting me oh my goodness the bible oh my goodness oh my goodness sorry sorry i just just had the craziest revelation the bible literally says only way to please god is through faith Actually, did he, did the Bible say that? <laughs> did God actually say? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, let me check. I want to be. I want to be correct. Okay. Uh, I want to be correct. Oh yes, Hebrews eleven six. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. 
without faith, it is impossible to please God. And since the devil is literally, his agenda is to pull you away from God. What does he do? He gets you to doubt. Doubt is the opposite of faith. Darkness is the opposite of light. Doubt is the opposite of faith. And so if it is impossible to please God without faith, what does the devil want you to do? He wants you to not have faith. Because when you don't have faith, you're not pleasing God. And he wants you to be unpleasant to God so that he can reel you over to his side. He wants you to be unpleasant to God. Duh. Like, what else would it be? Would his agenda be? So then his number one tactic is to make you question. Eve, did God actually say you couldn't eat that? That's so silly. Eat it. You're going to become wise like him. Just eat it. <laughs> did God actually say that you could, you know, get that job? Did God actually say, you know you can't. You know you're unqualified. Did God actually say you could speak on that stage? Like, you know you have stage fright. Also, who are you? Also, you stutter. <laughs> Sorry. You know what I mean? Like, th- like, oh my goodness. It. Now I'm pissed. Now I'm actually upset because now I feel like I really know who the devil is. You know? Now I feel like I, now I, feel like I actually understand what he's trying to do. And you know what? You know what he did? He started to make me doubt. He started to make me doubt. He made me doubt and doubt and doubt and doubt everything that God has said. Did God actually say that? Did God actually say that? Did God actually say that you should get married? I don't think he did. (laughs) Did God actually say that? Did God actually, you know? And then, and then I'm like, wait, yeah, yeah, maybe he didn't say that. Maybe he didn't say that. Maybe I am just completely unqualified and not supposed to do that and not supposed to do this and then and then you know what happens you stop walking in your purpose because because you've doubted that that is actually your purpose you know and then once you stop walking in your purpose you start feeling purposeless what what happens when you feel purposeless you feel like you shouldn't be here. And then you feel like you don't belong on this earth. And then you start to get depressed and suicidal and like maybe anxious and, and all these things because your purpose or what you felt like God's purpose for you has been snatched away from you. And now you're just walking around like hopeless, faithless, feeling purposeless, all these things because he has made you question everything do not give him that power do not give the devil that power over you don't let him win whenever he tries to plant a seed of doubt in your mind just like that is the oldest trick in the book you literally thought you had me didn't you you thought you had me you thought you (laughs) you thought you had me that's actually crazy you did have you did have me you did have me you had me in the first half. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. But I caught on to ya. <laughs> I caught on to ya. Don't let him make you question what God has said about you. Don't let him make you question who God is. You know? Because sometimes it's not even about purpose and what you're doing. Sometimes it's just like making you question who God is. Really like, oh, God said he'll provide for you. Did he really say that? Because it doesn't look like he's providing right now. 
So, uh, you know, you better get to it. <laughs> you better get to it. Come on. No. Don't let him do that. Don't let him do that. And I, I let him do that to me for a while. I let him win. I was like, fine, fine. Yeah, I don't think God said that. I don't think God said that. And I was just like in darkness for so long because the light was taken away from me. I started to doubt. I started to question. And doubt leads to unbelief. Yeah, I've been just like having a lot of doubt with a lot of things going on in my life. I haven't believed anything. Like I've really had lost faith for a while and it's fine like we question eve all the time and we feel like we'd have so many different ways around it like we'd have done better you know oh eve this eve that i wouldn't have i wouldn't have i wouldn't have listened to the devil but we listen to the devil every day the devil asks us did god really say that about you and then you start to doubt you start to question did god really say that did god really say that did god really say that and then boom, just like that, your faith is gone. Your belief is gone. And since we're literally made on earth for a specific purpose, that purpose can only be fulfilled when you have faith in God. And once, once that faith is stripped away from you, you're walking around purposeless. You're walking around feeling purposeless and feeling hopeless and feeling like nothing and feeling the weight of the world. I just want you to be aware. I want you to be aware of this tactic because I wasn't aware of it and I fell into his lies and his deception and his question, his like ultimate question of all. Did God really say that? And I I I fell into it. I fell into it and I want you to be aware of it that whenever you start doubting what God has said about you, you start doubting what his plans for you, his purpose for you, you start questioning, just remind yourself, oh no, oh no, 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 that is the oldest trick in the book, that is the number one tactic, that is the first trick he pulled on us as humans, and so don't let him, don't let him do it again, and it's okay if you found yourself in a pattern of self-doubt and kind of negativity and just like just a cycle because it's really easy to like he's enticing you know he makes up good lies like he actually makes himself believable to you like he just he he's good at what he does he literally caused man to sin he is good at what he does but you know who's good who's better i almost said who's gooder god and 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 the fact that God's spirit lives in you, you have victory over that. It's okay if you let yourself believe his lies for a while. But this is the day you're saying no more. I am not believing that lie. I'm not you're not doing it to me again. It ends now. It ends now. Shut it. Zip it. Oh, do you, do you believe that God actually said that you could do that? That's actually hilarious. Nope, zip it. Zip it. Zip it, zip it, zip it, zip it, zip it, zip it. It's what he does. It's literally, like, he's just like a pest. It's what, <laughs> it's what he does. So shut him up today, today. Let it be the end. Just be like, no, I'm done. And I'm fed up. I am, I'm, I am at my wit's end because I, I'm done. Like, I, I'm just done. <laughs> like, I'm so tired of him. Oh, he, 
it's like an annoying ex that just won't go away. And you're like, I'm done with you. I gave my life to Christ. I, I'm with Jesus now. Leave me alone. He won't leave you alone. He won't leave you alone. He doesn't want you to be seeing Jesus. He's like, no, don't see him. Listen to me. Come back, baby. I miss you. No. That's the podcast for today. That's what I had to say. I just wanted to let you guys know to recognize it, recognize the seed of doubt, and just crush it. Do not let it grow. Do not let it grow into a tree and have you rotting under the shade of depression. No. Under the shade of low self-esteem and lack of confidence and despair and sorrow. No. No, crush it while it's a seed. Say, no, I am believing, I'm choosing to believe what God has said about me. And if you don't know what God has said about you, read the Bible. Look in the Bible. You don't have to have someone come up to you and prophesy a whole big thing. Maybe you're thinking, what has God said about me? What is God, what are God's plans for me? You don't have to have a specific play-by-play thing in the book that's like Jeremiah 29, 11. For the plans I have for you are good, plans to prosper you, not of evil, not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. Just that right there. You don't need someone saying, oh, you're going to have two cars and ten trees, cows, cattle. No. His plans for you are simple. They're written in the book. Get to know it. Spend time with it. Get accustomed to God's word. Then you know what his voice is. And so when the devil comes to you and he tries to make you question that you actually heard God's voice correctly you can say yes yes I heard his voice correctly because he's with me all the time I actually never leave his sight he's actually speaking to me right now as you speak and that's how I know it's you speaking because he don't sound like that and yeah I, I hope you this was helpful I hope you enjoyed this I feel lighter and better knowing this and just even just having in the back of my head you know it's okay if you you know slip a a little bit and you have a little moment of like doubt and because sometimes sometimes doubt can be a good thing because it, it can lead to questions especially even when it comes to going back to the topic of me getting married like Doubt leads to questions, to to deeper conversations, to me and Lucas sitting down and and talking deeply about what we want, where are we going, you know. And so sometimes it can be fruitful, but always make sure that the answer you get at the end of your doubt is in line with God. Do not go down the route of being doubtful and then end up end up saying, Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, I don't think God said that. No. Find your way back. Find your way back to what he said. Find your way back to to who he is and who you are in him. Don't don't go the opposite direction. Find your way back. And yeah, <laughs> I think that's it. I'm going to end this here. I love you. I do. I'll talk to you in my next episode. And leave me a review, a comment, a like, a share all of the good stuff i love you seriously please don't listen to what the devil is saying and don't let him make you question what god has said okay okay you are beautiful smart capable wise amazing and god loves you and i love you all right i'll talk to you later bye bye